Okay, welcome in the Monday edition of Corbett's Corner. Dylan Corbett, I riding solo here on a Monday. Just wanted to touch on NFL again. Uh, pretty much a typical NFL Sunday. I, I've been telling you all year it's going to be Chiefs-Packers. Um, nothing there really swayed me otherwise. Packers was a, with a huge win over Tennessee. Uh, they've been dominant all year. They need to lock up that uh, first seed. Again, that's going to be the key here in analyzing, and I guess we'll just dive right in. Packers demolish Tennessee. Uh, they basically win, and they've got it, right, for the number one seed. And here's what's so crucial is now that we've got seven teams in the playoffs. Again, maybe you guys might have forgotten about that, but this is the first year we've got officially seven teams in the playoffs, and it's only the top seed in each conference that gets the bye. And that's the bye is always a huge advantage, and now it's only one team that gets that advantage. So the one seed is crucial. Chiefs have locked that up. Packers will lock it up this Sunday if they can beat the Bears. They're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, that's a divisional battle, and the Bears can play spoiler. Bears also trying to fight for their playoff rights and their own uh, playoff hopes in their own right. So that could be interesting in Seattle. Uh, and the Saints are kind of watching and licking their chops. So that's something to look forward to for Week 17. Great week of sports up ahead. Of course, we've got the college football playoff, NBA all week, college hoops all week, and then NFL Week 17, which, again, is uh, nothing for some of you. It could be a second week for a championship title, right? Some people do um week 17 for their fantasy football seasons i am in one of those i'm going against my buddy drew ellis who had alvin kamara oh uh yeah so he killed me there um but i still have a week to try and make it up and i got digs tonight how about that but yeah back to what i was saying the chiefs against the falcons i hit that it was a windy game i hit the falcons in a teaser that ended up losing so i guess i didn't really hit them um, but that that's a that's a fluke game. That's the Falcons defense can play from week to week. The Chiefs, I, I'd rather have them have one of those games out of the way week sixteen, week seventeen before we're talking playoffs. And again, they've got that huge advantage of having the number one seed. So I love the Chiefs, and I think the Packers are going to get there. I think it's going to be the top two seeds, and it's going to be one hell of a Super Bowl. Uh, and I could see it going either way. I could see Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be. I mean, these are the two MVP candidates too. I've told you since I probably week 10 that uh Mahomes I have him for a lock for the MVP Aaron Rodgers making me wet the bed a little bit well not really but uh he's putting up incredible numbers of course Rodgers a two-time MVP uh could get his third he's got the most touchdowns but Mahomes right behind him there in touchdowns and he's also got about 700 more yards than Rodgers so um if Mahomes who also is a former MVP from two years ago if Mahomes is going to get to 5,000 yards, I don't know. I doubt he's going to play this week 17, so he might just be sitting just a hair under 4,800. Rodgers certainly going to play. That's worrisome. I mean, but certainly it's a two-horse race, Rodgers and Mahomes, and that's why I think it's going to be a two-team race, Chiefs-Packers. Chiefs, I think, are going to roll through the AFC. Keep an eye out for the Ravens. They could be interesting. The Bills, uh, they might have a tough early battle. Otherwise, I'm pretty high on them. And then the Packers, I just think they might get the Bucks in that first round. Uh, excuse me, the second round technically, but they're coming off the bye. And again, I think the bye is just the, the game changer there. Um, Buccaneers, I, they've got Washington potentially. It could be Dallas. Uh, the NFC East will come down to a final day. And that will be a final week, I should say. And that'll be a nice segue here to the news, the breaking news of the day. Dwayne Haskins not only benched, they release him. Um, and that's so that kind of triggered something with me where I'm going, geez, how many duds have we had at quarterbacks in the last five years? How many duds? 
Um, of course, I think most notoriety, most notably uh, during my lifetime was Jamarcus Russell, right? The LSU guy that could throw 60 yards from his knee, his kneecaps. Uh, Raiders drafted him, and he just was a complete bust. Uh, Ryan Leaf, of course, that was a little bit before my time, but Ryan Leaf, um, obvious bust there as well. Uh, Jamarcus Russell also. But the last five years, and here you go, your boy did some research. It's been crazy, and the leash has been so much shorter. Before, it was you usually give him a couple of years. Okay, now it's like three years, and then you got to move on. Now it's you see Josh Rosen, you see Dwayne Haskins. If you don't have your guy, you're saying, screw him. I'm getting the next guy, the next quarterback that this free minor league system, college football, that's what we call it, uh, keeps pumping out into the NFL. So, yeah, it's going to be, again, Dwayne Haskins. That's shocking, but it's not really shocking for his career, which has been short. It has been abbreviated, but it's done. Look at Josh Rosen's career. He couldn't not turn the ball over. He's done. He was drafted in 2018. Haskins has 12 touchdowns, 14 picks. He's done. He's going to be a backup. Uh, that's just after two seasons, a season and a half. Okay, it goes back even further. Is Sam Darnold going to keep his job? He was in that 2018 draft. Is Darnold even a good quarterback? He's probably going to be maybe given one second chance. No, that guy's a backup. Let's go to 2017. Oh, boy. Mitchell Trubisky. Now, this was an interesting draft class because you had Mahomes and Watson. Of course, absolute studs. Um, and the Bears' just terrible decision to leap both of them trade up for Trubisky, the white, tall quarterback out of North Carolina who had just one year starting experience in the ACC. Uh, yikes. Trubisky, actually, good for him. He's putting together kind of a nice string of games here as an audition. Maybe he gets one more year with the Bears as they try to bridge the gap, or maybe someone will give Trubisky a garbage contract again and see how he does. But Trubisky, 2017, he's not a good quarterback. We've seen that. How about 2016? Carson Wentz. Oh. Now, Jared Goff might be in this conversation as well if he didn't make it to a Super Bowl. Um, he's been fine, but he hasn't been the game changer the Rams have needed except for that one year. Wentz, ever since the injury. Yikes. And he's a turnover machine. Jalen Hurts has taken the job from him. Wentz, is he going to get another job? He's already complaining that he wants to leave. Well, I don't blame him. He's kind of a hothead. Um, I've heard in the locker room he's a very he's an interesting guy. He's kind of a... You know, if he doesn't get in his way, you heard reports from the Eagles locker room that Wentz finally came out like week 14 and said, yeah, guys, I know it's been my bad. Well, yeah, no shit, buddy. You've got, you lead the league in turnovers, not just interceptions and fumbles. And you can't do that in the league that does not value, that does not turn the ball over anymore. Uh, you just can't do that. So Wentz, will he get a shot? I doubt it. I think he's done. Um, 2015, Winston. Marcus Mariota, done and done. Uh, it's just been crazy. The last five years, the quarterbacks that have just been churned out that are nothing. Now we've gotten some great guys. Josh Allen's coming into his own. Uh, mentioned Mahomes, mentioned Watson. Uh, you know, you've got your guys. But again, we're still watching the same quarterbacks that we were growing up watching, which is kind of odd, right? Peyton Manning finally, you know, hung it up after a couple of years in a Super Bowl. Um, but he was a shell of himself in his last season with the Broncos. We're still watching Breeze lose a little bit of step, but still elite. Brady looks as good as ever because he's got a plethora of weapons around him. But we're still watching these top guys. Now, Justin Herbert, I think, is the best quarterback in this class. We'll see about Burrow again. Injuries, I think that's what derailed Carson Wentz a little bit. Hopefully it doesn't derail Burrow. But there's always going to be a dud in this class. And that's what I'm wondering is, 
Who is the dud? There's always going to be a dud in every quarterback class is what I'm saying. Who is the dud this year? Because Tua is scaring me. What's good is Tua isn't turning the ball over, but it's because he's not taking chances. Now, not turning the ball over is solid. You could be a game manager, but the Dolphins don't have the game breaker. So I'm kind of pumping the brakes on Tua. I'm worried the yards per attempt are not good. He cannot make these intermediary throws. That's worrisome where Justin Herbert is throwing it all over the damn field without a care in the world, and he's not turning the ball over. That guy's going to be scaring the AFC West with Mahomes for the next 10 years. Tua, we're still finding out. The Dolphins, obviously, with a lot of draft capital coming up, I think they'll populate the offense this time. They took the offseason last year to populate the defense. So I'm not too worried about Tua, but again, you know, you got to help him out because there's always going to be a dud. We've seen it. Winston, Mariota. Wentz, Trubisky, Darnold, Josh Rosen, and now Dwayne Haskins released not even two years after he was drafted 15th overall by the now Washington football team. Um, I've always said it again, it's these quarterbacks that go to big schools that don't pan out. One of the biggest things that I've always remembered was Troy Smith, who won the Heisman in Ohio State uh, way back when, like early 2000s. And he was a third round pick. These guys don't necessarily always translate. Uh, Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco were both Boston College and Delaware products. Flacco won a, a, a Super Bowl. Matt Ryan got to a Super Bowl and won an MVP. Uh, Big Ben, not a Power 5 school. Phillip Rivers, uh, no, where am I going here? But it was basically Tom Brady again. He was a six-round pick. It's the guys you don't always think of uh, that kind of blossom in the NFL. Russell Wilson, a third-round pick. Uh, the top picks have been the guys that have faltered, flundered, and not worked out. Haskins, Rosen, well, Rosen was mid-round. Darnold, high pick. Trubisky, pick number two. Wentz and Goff were at the top of the draft. Winston Mariota went one and two. Not always a surefire thing at the top of the draft. Now, Trevor Lawrence probably is the surefire thing. There's always going to be one or two. You could get two busts. This quarterback class sure looks good, but I think it's just Lawrence, right? What has Fields done this year that now he's still got the playoffs to change my mind, but what has he done against Big Ten defenses this year? Zach Wilson, who's he played? I love Trevor Lawrence, and I'm sure Jacksonville will, but who's going to be the dud of this year's class? 2020, the jury's still out. 2021, I'd get to worrying because the trend is not a good one there for quarterbacks drafted near the top of the draft. Dwayne Haskins out. Uh, pretty much chalk, as I've been calling it all year in the NFL nonetheless. Uh, in terms of games, I've got the Chiefs and Packers, I've been telling you, in the Super Bowl all year long, and nothing to turn me from that. Hope you enjoy this uh, about 11 minutes of Corbett's Corner here on a Monday. Wanted to dive into the NFL. I, I've been following the NBA like the back of my hand. I'm loving it. DraftKings every single day. I'm following box scores, uh, but still too early to tell. I will say the Cavaliers are le not legit, but they're having a fun, spunky crew that's winning games. They're 3-0 so far. i tell you who is legit and might sneak into a sixth spot here in a loaded East, the Orlando Magic. They could be this year's Miami Heat. Uh, they've got a nice squad there. Markel Fultz, remember him? Yeah, former number one pick. He's doing pretty solid. Nikola Vucevic might be one of the most underrated players in the NBA at the position of center. Uh, but still too early, just three games under the belt for all these teams. So nothing really storylines there. James Harden coming back, still playing for Houston. He went off in his first game. Uh, he's back on the hardwood tonight again with a depleted Rockets team. And then college basketball again. It's just the top team still eating. Iowa dropped a game uh, against Minnesota, but they're still near the top in terms of the rankings, in terms of power index. 
uh, but it's Gonzaga and Baylor's league so far. I keep an eye out on Villanova as well. They're a team that will always, um, excuse me, have the pedigree to make a run in March, but Jay Wright just got COVID. Um, so again, we'll see if that deters them so far this week without having their main guy at the helm there coaching them, another experienced squad. Yeah, a tough a tough league, of course, in the Big East, but not overpowering. So Villanova is always going to be a top seed, and I always look to them and the experience to possibly make a run in March. Okay, as I'm running out of breath here, talking nonstop for a dozen minutes, that'll do it. Corbett's Corner, we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Matthew Ice will rejoin me then.